0: Hello and welcome to Elwood Talks, the first podcast about destination weddings in Greece. My name is Sania, the founder of Elwood Magazine and I will be your host today. Join me in this new episode where we talk all about bridesmaids together with Claire and Maxine. The topic of bridesmaids was on my mind for some time now because in my culture we don't really have the tradition of bridesmaids as you would see it in the movies or like in many wedding publications. Uh, So in this Elwed Talks I am welcoming back Claire from the episode 007 (laughs) 007 where we speak spoke about different wedding ceremonies which are possible in Greece. And I believe that together with Maxine um, they can share lots of valuable advice and input about bridesmaids, uh, bridesmen and the overall bridal party. Now, before we dive into this episode, please bear with us as we had some audio issues. Uh, I might sound like I'm in another room, but Maxine and Claire sound great. Yes, in this episode we are doing things a little bit differently. It's going to be more of a conversational piece, uh, like a panel with the two girls. And um, let's dive in. Thanks to Events Music for sponsoring this episode. So, you're planning your wedding in Greece and your main priority is a good party. Well, let me tell you, you should definitely get in touch with Panos, the founder of Events Music. Talking from personal experience, Panos and his team of highly trained professionals can deliver what you want. Using state-of-the-art equipment, Event Music offers the first-class bespoke approach to all your audio needs with tailor-made sound and light design concepts. With more than 25 years of presence in the luxury event space, Event Music can bring your high-end wedding party experience to life. Create your glamorous event with mirror finishes and live visual LED panels because no detail is too small. Party like there's no tomorrow with event music. www.eventmusic.gr That's www.eventmusic.gr Hello Claire, welcome back to Elwood Podcast and welcome Maxime. We're so happy to have you on today's show. And today we will do things a little bit differently and we will be talking about bridesmaids. Um, This is a topic that I don't really know much about because traditionally we don't have bridesmaids in our culture, but uh, I'm sure Claire and Maxine can uh, put a lot of knowledge into this topic because they are dealing uh, with brides and bridesmaids on a daily basis. So welcome to the show. Let's let's hear a little bit about your story, Maxine, because we haven't had you before uh, on the podcast yet. So introduce yourself.
1: Ah, thank you. I am a destination wedding photographer. I am based between London and the UK, and I shoot all over the UK and Scotland. And then I'm also based between there and Lefkada, Greece. And I
0: do Greece, Italy and
1: France as well. So it's
0: busy, but it's good. Great. So Claire is a destination wedding planner based in Lefkada. Uh, originally from UK, which we know that bridesmaids in UK are like a big tradition. Um, So uh, tell us a little bit, how did the tradition of bridesmaids originate?
2: That's actually really interesting, Sanya. Um, Bridesmaids and bridal attendants actually date back to um, ancient Greek and Roman times when they would oh. carry um, fragrant flowers um, whereas they accompanied the bride to the ceremony. And um, in more modern times, they were the bride attendants and they used to be dressed similar to the bride in order to cause confusion in case of jealous suitors who may want to steal the bride away on the wedding day.
0: Hmm. So interesting. I didn't know that. <laughs> so um, in the modern era, what do bridesmaids do? What is usually their task?
2: the task of a bridesmaid actually starts before the wedding day so typically they go with the bride when she's looking at dresses and trying them on and help her and give opinions on the type of dress that she might like so that's a really good fun event when you go to a bridal store I'm sure you know you get offered a glass of champagne it's a really lovely like meeting afternoon where you have fun with your girlfriends and maybe take your mum along too. Uh, the other really important pre-wedding task is of course the bachelor, bachelorette party and hem party it's called in the UK and the bridesmaids or chief bridesmaid is usually responsible for organizing that sort of Last evening or weekend of fun before the wedding for the girls. Um, On the wedding day, their bridesmaids are with the bride um, from the getting ready process so they're with her as you have her makeup done they join in the fun there's lots of giggling and laughter maybe a little bit of champagne they're there to support her and help her make sure she gets dressed and then of course throughout the wedding they're there in case she needs anything or maybe some help uh, with her dress throughout the evening so it's just like having your best friends or you know your your closest acquaintances around you all
0: day Mm -hmm. and what would you say is like a main difference between maid of honour and the bridesmaid like obviously the maid of honour is the maid of honour but like what would the maid of honour do more
2: so maid of honour and this the the name maid of honour chief bridesmaid it it depends on cultures as well but essentially it is the main bridesmaid if you like the chief bridesmaid so she's usually the person chosen to be Um, the head of the bridesmaids or Maid of Honour is usually a title given to people who were a bridesmaid but were already married themselves rather than being a bridesmaid, which was typically the job of an unmarried uh, friend or sister.
0: Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. Well, in my experience, the Maid of Honour is usually the person who kind of drives the planning of the hen party or any kind of (laughs) events before the wedding. Um, now with destination weddings you'll find that the person who generally has the most local knowledge may either plan it or contact someone like claire who will help to plan the bride's um kind of destination hindu but uh, yeah they're usually the person that know- has known the bride the longest or knows most of the bride's maids, so they can coordinate the best
0: okay so i don't have brothers or sisters uh, so i didn't really have like a bridesmaid or maid of honor or anything like that. So um, let's say if there's another person out there without some siblings, or uh, maybe that they're traveling a destination or something, like uh, who do people typically ask and who should people be asking for bridesmaids and maid of honor? I think we can answer this question in two parts. So I can
2: give you my experience as a planner, say from my clients. So I would say they typically choose their best friends uh, Mm -hmm. or a sister or maybe the sister of their partner or a cousin so it tends to be their closest female friends
1: yeah i would probably agree with that um you generally see girls who've gone to uni together or school depending on if they stayed in the same place Um, and it depends on how close they are. I know some bridesmaids have chosen best friends over a sister if they don't have a very close relationship. So it doesn't necessarily have to be someone that you're related to. It just needs to be someone that you're close to, depending on your circumstances. So as you were an only child, that would be like your best friend
0: or a cousin. And is it okay if, if there's some bride out there that just doesn't care what it think? Is it okay not to have a bridesmaid? And Does it make her wedding experience any less, uh, I don't know, magical or anything like that?
2: Absolutely not. It's a complete personal preference. Where you can, there, there are no rules, as you know, particularly with destination weddings. So if you prefer not to have um, a maid of honour, a bridesmaid or a best woman, that is, is absolutely fine too. We do quite a few elopements, as you know, with COVID, elopements have become more popular and elopement couples tend not to have um, bridesmaids with them. If you have, you're have, you lucky enough to have a planner, someone like myself, and obviously if you've got a female photographer with us, then we often help uh, with those last few details that a bride needs maybe a couple of buttons or you know just telling her that she looks amazing or making sure she's got her handbag with her so it's not essential to have a bridesmaid by all means Um, it really is a personal choice
1: and can we go back to the previous question because who you do book or who you do ask as a bridesmaid is very different to who you should ask Mm -hmm. Um, in terms of who you should ask I've found that this is quite an important thing because as Claire said you know your bridesmaids are with you the whole day um, mm-hmm. it's best to but we'll ask someone who doesn't have children because if you have bridesmaids who are bringing their children they're not actually going to be able to help you throughout the day they might be there for the ceremony but if they've got a little one they're probably going to have to run off throughout the day and check that that tiny person mm-hmm. is okay. Um, If you have a friend that is quite dramatic or prone to drama, she's not usually going to make your wedding morning that that easy for you. I've had a couple of instances where bridesmaids have actually made getting ready a lot more stressful and a lot more difficult than it should have been purely because they seem to like drama. So Mm. when you're married, obviously, it's a high emotional day you probably want to have someone who's relaxed around you and who's going to be a a can-do person really, someone who's very positive. So you'll know because you've planned weddings yourself, sometimes things happen or it'll rain when we were hoping there was no rain or something will happen. It's best to have people around the bride at that point who are super, super positive. Only the bride knows who that person is, but It's better to try and um, pick people who are a little bit more calm and a bit more positive as opposed to people who have other things that they're going to have to do and won't be able to help you or who are, you know, possibly a lot more nervous or prone to drama because that's going to make the day a lot more difficult for you.
0: Yeah, exactly. And also, I think, like, if you're already picking somebody that's going to be with you for maybe even a wedding week or a wedding weekend like uh, for a destination wedding for instance traveling and everything you want somebody that you can really rely on and that it's maybe a little bit uh, has this organizational side of them and maybe not um let's say (laughs) self-absorbed as it is your wedding so it should be about you not about them right yeah definitely and i mean we we've seen sometimes you do get
1: a couple of bridesmaids who um are maybe a little bit more worried about themselves than where the bride is and what she's up to and it does make the day a lot more stressful than the bride for the bride than it actually needs to be totally
2: i would like to say that you can share the role as well if you have a calm organized friend and you also have like a super mm-hmm. fun friend as well let them share the role because the calm organized friend as maxine quite rightly pointed out is the person you want around you on your wedding day um just reassuring you um but the fun friend maybe you want their input you know for the hen night or something else and together they'll make a great team and a great you know team bride for your for your wedding so you know think outside the box a little bit if you can't pin that role down to one of your friends then then share the role yeah and also we should mention bridesmen it's not just, yeah. for females. So, you know, if your best friend is a guy or you really want your brother to be uh, a best, a, a best, best man, man, a best man instead of, you know, instead of a girl, it's, that is OK, too. That's a new trend we're seeing as well. So it's not yeah. just females. You can have guys on your team bride as well.
0: Yeah, that's great. Tell us a little bit more about that. Like, how does that work? Does he then go around with the girls let's say with the whole party or he
2: absolutely goes around with the girls (laughs) (laughs) I mean it's quite in in the occasions that we've had in my experience um we've had bridesmen they have tended to be is it the gay best friend of the bride yeah. which is mm-hmm. okay and they are you know they're great characters the ones that we've had and they've been brilliant the last one I had in October he was also the MC for the wedding so mm-hmm. he was really good fun um, but together with the other bridesmaids the bride she was just so happy that she had like her four best friends with her. so
1: they tend to be the instigators of the party I won't lie they're mm-hmm. usually the ones getting the party started and, and keeping the fun
0: that's so great yeah and especially in today's age when we have like um non-binary genders so we shouldn't be just focusing on bridesmaids and bridesmen but you know in general um best friends of the bride or of the groom let's say
2: exactly it's a bridal party so whoever that includes for you as the bride or the groom that's who that's who you should have
0: Okay, so we touched a little bit already on the trends. So what are the other current trends of the bridesmaids or bridal party or wedding party let's say? Uh, And are they actually, are the bridesmaids still in? Like, is it still happening that um, brides ask their friends or their best friends uh, with, you know, would you be my bridesmaid? Would you be my maid of honor? Like we see on Pinterest on all over, is this still happening?
1: I would say yes I got sent a box by someone that um a really beautiful like will you be my bridesmaid box and unfortunately I couldn't travel to Australia but um Mm -hmm. it is a big part depending or more with my American and English brides it is a big part of the excitement in the lead up to the wedding Mm
0: -hmm. um
1: probably not with my European brides so much because culturally mm-hmm. it's not something that is a part of the culture. But I'd say, yes, people still do like it. As we said before, depending on if you're having a micro wedding or an elopement, obviously, if you're getting married in your own country, you might have more bridesmaids. But if you're having a destination mm-hmm. wedding because you paired back like your guest lists and things, you'll probably pair back your your bridal party as well and have less bridesmaids. So it won't be as big a bridal party. But Mm -hmm. yes, you'll definitely have one or two. But this is also depending massively on the couple. Some couples want all the traditions, and some couples kind of want to run away to Greece and just have something quite minimal. So it really does depend from couple to couple.
0: Exactly. So who usually pays for what? Like, let's say you have your bridesmaids, you have chosen your girls or boys. and now it's time to get them dressed. Like, what is trending right now with the dresses, with styles? Uh, is it still matchy matchy as we have been seeing some years ago? Is it more casual, chic? Like, what's going on?
2: Well, traditionally, the bride and groom pay for the bridesmaids' outfits, and that includes the dress, the shoes, um, and can include accessories as well. But um, in more modern terms, it does depend on, on you as a couple and what you feel comfortable in your budget paying for. But traditionally, as the wedding couple, asking someone to join your bridal party, you would um, pay the costs for their outfit.
0: Yeah,
1: that's my experience as well.
0: Yeah, I also think that if uh, a bride has a specific, you know, vision for their dresses, and uh, for the bridesmaids dresses for instance and for the look i think that it's okay that she pays for that but if there is like a dress that um a bridesmaid can wear later on and is like more that it's not so festive let's say that it's more chic i think that that's okay to for them to pay it themselves would you agree
2: I do agree with you, and I think you've raised some good points there. So, if you do have a vision for your wedding and a style and a look, um, then in order to have that, then if you if you're bearing the cost of the outfits, then it is your decision what what people wear. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have group with them that they will put some money towards um, whatever dress or outfit is they're going to wear, then also the point you raise is really good. You, when looking at styles, you can look at a dress of which that person would be able to use, Mm. again, at another occasion. That's a really good point.
0: Yeah, because I'm seeing a lot lately, for instance, there is not so much matchy-matchy dresses uh, out there, but more like um, chic, everyday wear, let's say, for the bridesmaids. And they can also wear these things later on. For instance, uh, maybe a bride would would say, um, let's go all uh, orange or all yellow, but she doesn't really... Care what exactly okay, care much <laughs> what exactly would the dress or pantsuit or something be? So, uh, it could be that one bridesmaid has a yellow pants and a suit, and the other one would have a maxi skirt in yellow or something like that. Do you see these things? I
1: think that's generally down to the bride, and it's also down to her bridesmaids. So, if you have a bridal party that is composed of different genders, different races, uh, different hair colours, this all like comes into the pot and you kind of look and you go well not every style is going to look great on every body. Mm -hmm. So you have bigger bridesmaids, very petite bridesmaids, a bridesman, they can't all wear the same outfit. So I think brides are becoming cleverer and saying, well, I want you to actually look good in my wedding photos. So it's no longer just, well, I've chosen this dress. I don't care if you like it or not. This is what you're wearing because this is my vision. It's kind of become a little bit more, Well, these are the colors that i've chosen they Mm -hmm. maybe it's not one color maybe it's a color palette because you're aware that not every color looks great Mm -hmm. on everybody so this is the color palette i have chosen obviously if you have some people with different body shapes they're not all going to look great in the same dress so Mm brides are even if it is not necessarily that the bride has said oh you can go pick what you want she's actually gone with them and said i'd like you to wear this you to wear this you to wear this She's picking things that actually suit her her nearest and dearest rather than just doing a blanket, well, this is what you will wear. And I think that that's actually making for, from my perspective, a lot better photos because you don't have anyone looking uncomfortable. Everyone looks good. They're wearing clothes that suit them. They feel confident and your photos end up looking better. Your bridal party ends up looking hot and everybody's happy. So I think that's also driven a bit of a change from the, oh, you will all wear the same thing to now maybe a little bit more free in the the sense of all the clothes are in the same kind of, they may all be boho or all be quite chic or all be very avant-garde and alternative, but they're in the same color palette. So it all works together.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's so well put.
2: I've been looking at fashions online and I can see that um, popular places for searching for bridesmaid dresses, such as ASOS, and then maybe at the other end, White by Vera Wang, when they do a bridal collection, um, sort of last year and this year, they will release a number of dresses in a similar colour. So whilst you can purchase the same dress for everybody, you can purchase um, a dress in the same colour of fabric, but in different styles. So carrying on from what Maxine said, it's easier to offer people a style that suits them, but also keep um, true to your your wedding theme and style.
0: Yeah, exactly. How much, I wanted to ask that of you, Claire, how much should like, a bride think of a bridesmaid's dresses and styles and suits, to match with uh, the overall wedding styling and wedding decor? It's an important
2: question. And when I discuss flowers and palette with my brides, first thing I will ask them is, what is the style of their wedding that they have in mind? Secondly, what colors have they chosen? And my third question is also, um, what are the bridesmaids wearing? What color are they wearing? And what is the groom wearing? Because those two colors are quite integral to the wedding palette. So for example, if you've cho- if you told me, that the uh, the wedding colours, for example, let's say going to be um, green and yellow, and then you tell me that the bridesmaids are wearing fuchsia pink, um, I think perhaps then we need to have a conversation about that there's two quite strong colours. So maybe do they go together? Are we bringing those colours in anywhere else throughout the day, or perhaps maybe we should look at either keeping the dresses or changing the flowers, just so there's like fluidity and consistency throughout the wedding theme. Mm-hmm. It
1: also makes for better photos. I've um, I've actually had a couple of brides. I had two brides this year, and I've got a couple next year who have even told their guests what to wear, and they've stipulated like oh. this is this is an all white wedding. Please come wearing white. Um, and on some invitations, they've written this is not a guideline because sometimes people think it's just a guideline, and they're like, no, no, no. We really just want you all wearing white. Um, we've had, uh, with a lot of Dutch couples in Greece, we've had them stipulate that their guests wear blue and white. So yeah. it is quite nice. And I will be completely honest when you've got your bridesmaids, all of your guests, your bridal party, everything in the same kind of color palette, it does look absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, So it is something that we are seeing more of. I think brides are becoming a little bit more conscious of how to get things to work together. And, um, yeah, that's why having someone like Claire to kind of guide you down that road is also very, very helpful if that's what you're wanting to achieve.
0: Yeah, exactly. To, like, pull everything together for the final look, as you said. Um, so how does uh, destination weddings and bridesmaids go along like is there a difference like how does how does that work
2: for most of my destination clients um, I would say that but weddings so we're talking about large weddings I would think 90% of them have bridesmaids or a maid of honour they usually typically have somebody who is assisting them on the wedding day the smaller weddings micro weddings and elopements It depends um, if there's anyone traveling with them or if they've chosen someone. They may have someone with them getting ready, but they've not designated them officially as a bridesmaid or purchased them an outfit to wear. But as we said before, there are no rules with destination weddings because it's about creating the wedding that you want. So if you want 10 bridesmaids, if you want no bridesmaids, or if you just want your best friend or your sister, whatever you choose is is okay. Yeah, there are no rules.
0: (laughs) Exactly. So give us uh, about three points or five points. Why should somebody consider to have bridesmaids or bridesmen? And three or five points why there's no need to have a bridesmaid and bridesmen. Well,
1: your points for having them is obviously um, you've got them with you on the day. They help you throughout the day um they are going to be the people you spend the most time with so obviously having your nearest and dearest with you does make a difference a wedding day is quite busy those would be my three points for having them these are the people you want around you these are the people that help you and these are the people that will actually be planning things mm-hmm. with you like hen parties and that because mm-hmm. mainly they take over the planning of of your hen parties. and
2: then reasons not to have them um Reasons that maybe you would choose not to have a bridesmaid: say so you have some several friends, and you you know you don't want to offend anyone by selecting somebody mm-hmm. and then and not selecting somebody else, or um, if you have some family politics where asking one person not another might make it difficult for you, then um, I think so it's better fun. just to say have no bridesmaids altogether and that way you know you keep the peace everyone will be happy but maybe give people other jobs that they can do throughout your wedding day like designate someone to um, help you choose favors or somebody to be a witness um, somebody to make a mm-hmm. speech there are other ways of making people feel special if you feel that bridesmaids um, or bridesmen are, are not for you mm-hmm. I would agree with that
0: yeah exactly and also you know to cut out the stress of the whole planning I would also add to that. (laughs) Okay, so before you mentioned about having these difficult conversations, so how do you say to somebody, I'm sorry, but no? Um,
1: Much the same as uh, I guess that you would do with a wedding list. I mean, I've seen a lot of brides and grooms recently say, you know, we're having a family only wedding and that cuts out all the politics of friendships and things because they've just said you know it was getting so big that actually going you know what we're not going to have anyone except our family ended up being a better option for them and I can completely understand that to be honest Um, and then yeah I think if someone is very close to you it wouldn't be a problem really Generally, the girls that we've worked that we've worked with have picked who they've picked because they are the people they spend the most time with. So it's not like they're saying, "Oh no, you can't be a bridesmaid," because they've picked bridesmaids from the closest the closest group of friends. I think they also tend to be older. And um, if you're in your mid thirties, you have your close group of friends, so you're not having to pick between people. You've you've got maybe a smaller group of
2: friends. I would say always use diplomacy. So, if it's um, if there's a reason that you don't want to go into with people, for example, it's like you said, it's going to be too stressful. Just say we're going. We've chosen to get married abroad. I've picked, for example, Sarah as my maid of honor, and we just want to keep things small. But I would follow it up, as I said before if you feel there's some discomfort there coming from a friend or family member who expected to be a bridesmaid, say to them, but you know, I'm really thrilled that you're coming and I'd love you to be my witness, or I'm so happy that you'll be traveling with us. It'd be really important to me if you could do X for my wedding day. So be honest with them and let them know, manage expectations, let them know they're not going to be part of your bridal party, but make them feel special by giving them another task to help you with your wedding day.
0: Yeah, that's a great answer and so well put. And when you said like be be the witness, so I wanted to say that in my culture there is bridesmaids are not really traditionally used, um, but we do have witnesses. So that's absolutely. Like a mass, like in also in Greek weddings, you have to have, uh, the <laughs> yeah, the witnesses for your wedding or Uh So, uh, what would you say is like the main difference between the maid of honor uh, or a best man and the uh, witnesses? Let's say, I think
2: now in 2022, just in the Greek weddings that I've been involved in recently, I think the role of kumbara, the female one, has evolved a little bit, and I know that the Greek brides that I've sort of dealt with in the last 18 months, um, they've like chosen a dress or been involved in picking the dress for the kumbara. So it's, it's crossed over a little bit into bridesmaid territory um, mm-hmm. where the kumbara is is wearing an outfit that works with the, with the wedding theme. But then there's still people who do the traditional thing where they ask someone to be the kumbara and you know she just chooses what she's going to do on that day. I know it's a very great honour to be asked to be a kumbara in, Greek, in Greece as well. So it's similar to being asked to be Um, a maid of honour or a bridesmaid?
1: Well, it depends because for me, it's kind of the same thing personally, because or maid of honour and a best man because the way I grew up, your best man and your maid of honour were the people that were your witnesses. So it's exactly the same as a kumbara, you've just picked the outfits. Bridesmaids are slightly different because you don't have them in Greece but um, traditionally Mm -hmm. where I grew up, that was how it worked so it seemed to be
0: similar. Okay so as we are in Greece and lots of destination brides choose Greece as their destination and usually that is in the summer and the temperatures are quite hot. So what do you suggest for these brides to think about when they're choosing Greece as their destination and they have lots of bridesmaids mates to dress?
2: That's a great question Sanya. So definitely think about the temperature as you've mentioned, try and choose um, more of a loose fitting dressmate with a flowing skirt Um, and a soft like summer fabrics try to stay away from heavier winter style dresses and heavier fabrics because they will make your bridesmaids um hotter and 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 not as comfortable in the heat so just think soft flowy dresses um, and breathable fabrics I would Urge sort of steer away from like satin type fabrics because they can be clingy and also if you if anyone does perspire on the wedding day they're not very um sympathetic to um sweat marks s- sweat marks and things like that too. I was trying to it more slightly <laughs> for lack of a better word you're going to look sweaty yeah. very yeah
0: good. yeah
2: so yeah I think summer fabrics light fabrics um and a good try and find something that is um has some good support as well because the less sort of underwear that you wear underneath that's also more comfortable in the Mm -hmm. heat and it's better not to have unsightly bra straps and underwear straps on show as well nude underwear absolute must for anyone in the bridal party yes because it does
1: come if (laughs) you're going for a pastel color it's going to show through if you're wearing black underwear and it does not look nice in photos. Um, Also like multicolored bras, things like that. Nude underwear is definitely the way to go. Definitely. Mm -hmm. definitely. Possibly if um, obviously like Claire said, breathable fabric, something that might be a bit more floaty or not like skin tight is also good because then this helps us not see underwear as well. Because while Mm -hmm. we need it, It's not always that great for your bridesmaids to have to have it on show.
2: There is a a style of dress which has been consistently popular every year. I know at least one or two brides will pick it for their bridesmaids and it's the multi-way dress. You'll have seen it on various various stores and and online as well. It is a great dress and I'll tell you the reasons why. Well, firstly, it comes in many colours, so you can always find one that suits your wedding. And the multi-way style of it means that it suits... Girls with a large chest, a small chest, mm-hmm. slightly larger girls, slightly thinner girls, they can tie it in a way that suits their body shape and makes them feel happy and confident. But it also means that your bridesmaids are all wearing um, a similar colour, but with a little bit of individuality. I know Maxine wants to talk a little bit about colour as well when choosing bridesmaid dresses in that Greek sunshine.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you are picking pastels in cooler countries where you've got a lot of cloud cover is great. Um, However, in the Greek sunlight, you can go for something a little bit stronger, um, mainly because the sunlight is quite harsh. It blows out color quite a lot, especially if you're getting ready in the middle of the afternoon. So if you do walk into the sun, um, the colour might get blown out. But also, because there's so much sunshine and there's a lot of colour in the landscape anyway, having a little bit of a pop of colour on your bridesmaids and in your flowers is great, because it really draws your attention and it looks gorgeous in photos.
0: That's a great advice. and uh, Yeah, you do have to think about um, as you said, different uh, time schedules, because in Greece usually weddings will happen in the afternoon hours, so totally timing is different than let's say having a wedding at home, let's say in UK or whatever, where usually I guess you're doing it at 12 o'clock or something like that? 12, 1, 2. Yeah, uh-huh.
2: Yeah, typically uh, UK wedding be around that time. But then it's not so warm here. <laughs> <That Yeah>. is... <laughs> Uh, as a style, um, maxi dresses are always, I would say, the most popular choice um, for bridesmaid dresses. But you know, there are all sorts of lengths. We prefer cocktail length or uh, midi length. Um, I would say nothing above the knee, really, because you, you know you want to keep it quite um, stylish. Classy. Yeah, stylish. Um, and if you are going to go for sort of a knee length or a midi length dress then these dresses, typically that style, which is more towards like 1950s usually style, they do tend to suit a heel. So for example, if you're getting married on the beach, but you choose a shorter dress, do consider the fact that a heel is difficult to wear on the beach. They might be in a flat shoe. Yeah. Try a flat shoe on mm-hmm. with that dress and see, does it actually your dress? A lot of people are towards maxi dresses because they hit the floor. So bridesmaids can choose the footwear that, that suits them. That's my oh, favorite.
1: I'd also say in terms of jewellery, probably it's better for bridesmaids to go more basic, more simple style of jewellery. I've been to weddings where the bride has said, look, I don't mind what jewellery you wear, but can it all be gold? So Mm -hmm. she had chosen a white and gold wedding theme. And she said, the last thing I want is someone to come with like um, silver and black earrings
0: and Mm -hmm. things like that, I'd prefer if it was all the same. And about the footwear, which we were talking about before, like, um, Greece has a very sometimes difficult terrain, like sometimes brides would choose uh, these beautiful destinations with gorgeous views, but to get there, uh, it might mean that uh, people sometimes have to like, climb the mountain, okay, not let's say mountain, but um, to walk on more, so uh, what do you suggest in those, uh, in those scenarios? Should there be like a, um, a shoe change option or? It depends on where they're
1: going. So um, I have done elopements where I've literally had to hike with the bride. So yeah, mm-hmm. obviously she's wearing hiking boots um, for the more difficult terrain and then she's Change them over when she has got to the destination or to the church or to wherever she was having her her photos um we mainly discuss with our brides the fact that there's pebbles and quite coarse sand on Lafgava so having a stiletto is not conducive to walking down the aisle Mm -hmm. for your beach wedding if if you know you're wanting to get married on the actual beach that's not safe so generally we would recommend a wedge or a square heel something that's got a little bit more support or flats and then exchanging your heels for your flats for heels later
2: i mean as a planner and i am i'm either always on the sand on a deck I've been stuck in a deck several times in my heels. So run a terrace or the gravel has ruined like expensive pairs of shoes. Uh, I would agree, um, wedding either flats, block heel or, um, or a wedge definitely. And again, I'll go back to what I said about maxi dresses. You can more or less wear whatever shoe choice you prefer because your dress is hitting the floor anyway. So um, yeah. it, it, it hides whatever your choice of footwear is
0: exactly yeah so you suggest uh brides to consider about footwear um that the bridesmaids would choose or should they like say okay i want you all wear the same shoe <laughs> or how what would you suggest
2: it kind of it goes back to your original point then you think about he's paying for it so i mean you can choose a shoe and you know just buy the same for everybody's but like body shapes people have different size feet so i know mm. for example if someone purchased me a pair of very uh, sort of uh, typical sandals I've got quite wide feet so I would they're probably really uncomfortable for me so I think it's better to say um, like I'd like you to wear silver sandals or I want you to wear gold flat sandals and either you can purchase them or you can give people a brief of, of what sandals to get because I think comfort. there's nothing worse and I know you're uh, both of you will agree there's nothing yeah. worse than shoes that don't fit you properly mm-hmm. or hurt particularly if you've got to wear them and dance in them all night exactly
1: it's better to have something that fits that fits well and suits you, definitely.
0: Exactly. So sometimes uh, people also get married later in life or for the second time around. So what about those brides? Who, how do they choose? Who should they choose? Do they even choose a bridesmaid or a maid of honor again?
2: They do. Um, and quite often they actually choose um, their daughter Yes. or daughter-in-law to be with them on the wedding day which is really lovely because then not only are they bridesmaids mm-hmm. it, it, it's their family as well so that that's really lovely like linda this someone had her two daughters as bridesmaids. yeah and
1: that was really special i think for the girls and for their mum it was a really really special day they got to spend the morning together get dressed together and it was quite a beautiful thing to the daughters as her bridesmaids
0: yeah that is so true it's like uh combining the families even more, you know, bonding, uh, different families, even more uh, lovely traditions. And for the last question, uh, do you have any advice for all those brides out there that that don't know who to choose or what to choose and uh, how to deal about, uh, go about with the bridesmaids topic? So any last advice would you give?
2: I would say your wedding day is about you. It's about you and your partner. So whoever you choose to have up there with you, remember you're the center of attention. So don't choose anybody that would would steal your thunder because the day is about you.
0: Yeah, totally I agree with that. Do you agree, Maxine? Definitely.
2: You're the centerpiece of the day.
0: And um, I've also heard some crazy stories when uh bridesmaid doing crazy stuff like, trying to steal the groom and stuff. So make sure you don't um, you don't involve uh, somebody like that in your wedding party. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's, okay. a, whole other, That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> it's a behind-the-scenes
1: podcast.
0: <laughs> um, it was lovely chatting with you, too. Uh, let's uh, repeat it one day with some other topics. And if there's any bride out there that wants to know some more uh, details or anything, feel free to let us know. You can send us a voicemail, you can write to us on any social platform or email us. Uh, and uh, for the last time, uh, Maxine, please share your contact information. Where can somebody find you if they need you?
1: well my website is maxinekimphotography.com you can find me on instagram at maxine kim and maxine is spelled max so there's only one of me <laughs> you'll find I'm me
2: claire? i am claire and you can find me at lefkasweddings.com and instagram at lefkas.weddings and facebook twitter it's all at Lefkus weddings. So reach out if you're looking to get married in the Greek islands. Definitely.
0: Perfect. So lovely chatting with you girls and wish you a lovely day. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Elwed Talks. To get your magazine about destination weddings in Greece, head over to elwedcom magazine to help you on your destination wedding planning journey.